Welcome back to today's episode of Deeper Life. Listen and be blessed. Oh Lord, this year we just surrender our lives to you, Lord. We give our thoughts and our desires and our plans into your hands. Pray that you will have your way in us, Father God. We give ourselves wholly into your hands. We surrender our lives before you this evening. Pray that you will come and have your way in us. In your name we pray. Give ourselves to you. Amen. This evening we have the privilege of having Pastor Viswasam with us, pastor of Cornerstone Fellowship and a great blessing to many of our lives. So I'm just going to welcome Pastor Visu and my Peripa, Visu Peripa, to come and share the word with us this evening. I want to thank Christopher and uh, Pastor Steve for giving me this opportunity to share with you. Um, I want to first of all uh, wish you all a happy new year. Um, hope you had a wonderful and blessed uh, time going into the new year with your family and friends. Just wanted to share a short word um, to encourage you as you step into this new year. God has wonderful things in store for us. You know, the Bible says that um, eyes have not seen nor ears have heard, nor has it entered in the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love Him, those who wait upon Him. I just want to um, begin at the scripture in Psalm 65, in verse 11. It says, You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. So every year, God crowns it with His goodness. And the Bible says, um, as we read in Psalm 23, you know, goodness and mercies follow us all the days of our lives. Why? Because God is our good shepherd. And He's the one who leads us every single day of our lives. God is so amazing that He gives us, um, you know, every day, you know, His mercies are new. And the Bible says that He crowns every year with His goodness. And the Bible also says that for every season, God gives us His grace that we need with all the challenges that we face in our lives. So at this time, I just want to encourage you with uh, three passages where I feel, you know, the Lord wants us to pay attention to. Um, the first one is in Micah chapter 6 and verse 8, a very familiar verse that we all know. It says, um, Micah 6, 8 says, He has shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. As we have stepped into this new year, um, I believe God is calling us into this kind of a relationship with Him, where He says, I want you to know that, first of all, I want you to do justly. The word justly, of course, means to do the right thing, to be just, 
in all that we do and say. You know, as God's people, God calls us to live by his standards, by his um, word. And so he calls us to live a just life, a right, uh, righteous life, doing the right thing. And so the call of God is for us to do justly. Secondly, it says to love mercy. And, uh, you know, this is something that close to that is close to the heart of God. God not only wants us to live right, but also he wants us to live and love mercy that he gives to us, that he has shown to us and that we show to others in return. And then finally it says to, to walk humbly with your God. So God is calling us into this kind of a relationship where, you know, we walk justly in all that we do and say, you know, sometimes as Christians, um, people look at our lives closely to see if our words and our actions match. And so it's important that we um, not only be, uh, you know, ones who, you know, speak the word, but also live by the word of God. So he wants us to live that righteous life, that just life that he came to, you know, give us. And so we need to pay attention to, um, you know, our words and our actions. The Bible says that whatever we do in word or in deed, we have to do it in the name of the Lord for the glory of the Father. So God is calling us to um, live a righteous life. And secondly, it says to love mercy. This is the heart of God. You know, we live in a world where uh, people talk a lot of things, but when it comes to showing mercy, God wants us to be like Him. He wants us to sh extend that mercy to others. Sometimes we, you know, become very judgmental as Christians, but God is calling us into a different kind of a mindset, a heart where we love people and show that mercy that God has extended to us. You know, we have found mercy in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says we were once lost and we, we were not a people without any hope in this world. But God has called us to be his people now. And we have to extend that mercy to others and not be quick to judge people. God has been so gracious, so merciful to us, and we need to extend that mercy to others. And finally, it says, and to walk humbly with your God. I believe this year God is calling us to walk in submission to Him, in humility before Him. One of the greatest um, problems that we have as human beings, generally speaking, and particularly as a temptation to us as, who, as those of us who believe in the Lord Jesus is to um, you know, be tempted by pride. Pride is a huge problem. And so God is calling us to constantly and continually walk in humility with Him. And God doesn't walk with anyone who is not humble. And uh, so it's important God is um, reminding us even today for myself and for each one of us that we need to walk in that humility with Him. Because uh, I believe this year is going to be a very important year. 2024 is a very crucial year. And um, I believe God wants to do some amazing things through each one of us. And not only for us, but through us. 
And so we have to position ourselves in the Lord and um, stay under his mighty hand so he can lift us up in due time, that he can bring glory to his name through our lives. Our lives should speak louder than our words. And God is calling us into such a season where without saying much, people can read from our lives. As we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul writes saying that you are epistles of Christ and uh, people read from our lives. We are letters that people can read from and the Spirit of God writes on our hearts that people read from. And so uh, we not only um, talk the talk but we walk the walk that God really will be glorified in and through our lives couple of more scriptures and then we'll pray. Um, again, a familiar passage is uh, Ephesians chapter 5. I really believe God is calling us into this um, kind of a, a walk with Him, which is, you know, which will bring glory to His name. Ephesians 5, reading from verse 15 through 21. It says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. This is a very loaded passage, but Paul is basically saying, and I can only imagine, just imagine 2,000 years back, he's giving us a picture of how life was back then and what was required of God's people back then. And I'm thinking how much more in this season that we are living in, how much more God is calling us to this kind of a walk with Him. Where it says we walk circumspectly, carefully. Our words, our walk should be done with much, um, uh, you know, um, with careful thought. Not just random, you know, doings that uh, sometimes we tend to do. But God is calling us to be careful in all that we do and say. Then it says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. You know, just imagine 2,000 years back, Paul writes saying the days are evil. And we all know what the state of the world is today. And God is calling us to redeem the time. Time is very precious. There's something that we, uh, we have to be really careful about because... Um, you know, time lost is lost forever. You cannot, um, uh, you know, uh, you cannot get back the time we have lost. But God is calling us to redeem the time that he has given us. And then he says, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. To be able to discern God's will and to know what we have to do, uh, just like the tribe of, of Manasseh, where, uh, I'm sorry, tri tribe of Issachar, they knew exactly the times, you know, understood the times that they were living in and they knew exactly what to do. God is calling us to such a walk where we can understand what the will of the Lord is. 
and not get drunk by the uh, you know the things of the world but be filled with the spirit and maintaining a heart of worship and attitude of thanksgiving i was so blessed as uh, christopher was leading us in worship you know god really wants us to worship him in spirit and in truth that it it should be a sweet smelling uh sacrifice before him every time we come and bless his name so god is calling us to a closer deeper walk with him and finally here it says you know giving thanks always for all things to god the father in the name of the lord jesus meaning having a grateful thankful heart is the key to experiencing the fullness of god so god wants us to live a grateful life a thankful life sometimes we um we're tempted to murmur and complain just like the children of israel but god is calling us to always maintain a heart of thanksgiving and praise to him having a melody in our heart a song of praise to his name and then it says submitting to one another in the fear of god and i think this is a very important uh aspect of our walk with god uh sometimes you know people say i submit to god but they would not submit to uh people whom god has placed over their lives but god is calling us to walk in the fear of god and that also requires us to submit to one another okay we're all in this together and um, there's no one of us who can say you know i i i know what it is to walk with the lord i have this all figured out no we all need each other you know i learn from you you may learn from me and you know we all learn from one another and we all we all need to learn to submit to one another in the fear of god and finally i'm going to uh, leave this uh, uh this verse with you as as a promise micah chapter 2 and verse 13 this year i don't know what kind of um breakthroughs you are expecting from the lord but i just wanted to share this um this promise that the lord gave me um to share and uh, it's a it's in micah chapter 2 and verse 13 it says the one who breaks open will come up before them they will break out pass through the gate and go out by it the king will pass before them with the lord at their head so this year is going to be a year of breakthrough i don't know what kind of breakthrough you need in your life it could be something personal something in your family or for for your loved ones or friends or whatever you're particularly praying about and you're asking god lord i really need a breakthrough i want you to know that the lord is going before you and he is going to break open those things that you need uh, to see a breakthrough in whatever it is the lord is more than able to do it for you you know sometimes as 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 god's children we go through the season of discouragement where we say lord i don't know what is going on in my life i'm overwhelmed by what i'm facing um what i see before me i see this wall i see this mountain of a problem whatever it is that you are facing i want you to know god is more than able to take care of these things i'm reminded of the time when elisha was with his servants and the syrian army had surrounded them and they were so overwhelmed in fact um you know um, the servant of elisha says master i i father i don't know what is going to happen to us today we we that's it we you know our lives are going to be over 
And then Elisha prays his prayer, saying, Lord, open the eyes of my servant. And when the Lord opened his eyes, he saw the armies of God. The Lord um, had sent his hosts of angelic you know, warriors around, surrounding the, the Syrian army. So much so that, you know, um, the, the Syrians were struck blind and God gave Elisha a great victory that day. You know, sometimes we don't see how God is working behind the scenes for us. God is for us and not against us. And when you are overwhelmed by what you see in the natural, don't get discouraged because God has a bigger plan, a greater um, a greater protection around your life. He's able to do exceedingly more than you can even ask or imagine. That is who our God is. So that breakthrough will come in your life. And the last part of this verse, Micah 2.13 says, With the Lord at their head, the key is to allow God to take the lead in our lives and be the head. And we just follow Him. You know, we are only followers. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, we, we try to, uh, run ahead of God and uh, find ourselves, you know, hitting against the wall. But God, when He goes before us, when He's the head, this is literally a picture of a spearhead where God is the head. And then, you know, because He is going before, He's the one who breaks open. And then you will see the victory as you follow His lead. And, um, and, I, know, and I know God has got great things in store for each one of you. So let me just pray with you as we um, close and ask the Lord for His breakthrough in our lives this year. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for these precious children of yours, Father, who love you, who desire more of you, even in this year, uh, 2024. Father, I just pray that you will pour out your grace upon them, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You change not. And I just pray, O oh God, for a release of your anointing upon your people, Master, in the name of Jesus. The anointing of God that destroys every yoke of bondage, every power of the enemy, Lord, is broken by your name and by your power and by your blood. You have given us that victory, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, for every person here on this call at this time, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for great victories and great breakthroughs, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Stretch forth your hand, O God. The same God who led the children of Israel through the Red Sea. The same God who led them those 40 years in the wilderness. The same God who gave them great victories. Father God, I pray, will give your children victory today, O God. Thank you, Master. Thank you that you are the faithful one. Watch over your people. May this year be a year of fruitfulness. Lord, I pray for that Rehoboth blessing, O God, that the Lord will make room for them to be fruitful, Father, in what you have entrusted them with. I pray in the name of Jesus, Father God. I pray for that breakthrough, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray at the end of 2024, Lord, I pray for great testimonies of what you have done for your children, Master. 
Thank you, Master. I pray that you will use each one of them for your glory. May this year be a year of great transformation. Father, in each one of their lives personally, Lord. And as a result, Lord, the way you use them will bring glory and honor and praise to your name. And so, Lord, we submit ourselves to you. May your name be glorified, O God. We thank you for this wonderful blessing, for this time of fellowship. May your name be continually glorified, Lord. We love you. We bless you. We give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. This broadcast is from Transforming Nations for Jesus. If you would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed.